0: Welcome to the Still Unnamed uh, podcast where we dig into Thor comics in a chronological basis. I'm Brad.
1: This is Kelly, and it's episode number two.
0: Yes, and today we're going to be going over Journey Into Mystery number 84. So as I kind of wanted to do, this is going to go away over time, but I kind of wanted to do, I just call it the Marvel Snapshot, just so you can see what else came out. So this time, we are cover date, September 1962. Journey into Mystery is a monthly book at this point. But also coming out this month is Incredible Hulk number three. Um, this is the Hulk's failed first series that only lasted six issues. He's not really the Hulk you know. He's more of like a Frankenstein's monster. Well, maybe more of a wolf man. He kind of turns into Hulk when night happens. It's not the Hulk you know. It's It's... It's a weird series, and they're really grasping at straws. He really does not become the Hulk in a recognized fashion until later. And then also, Fantastic Four number six comes out, which features Doctor Doom and Namor the Submariner teaming up to take on the Fantastic Four. So as always, uh, writer Stan Lee, art Jack Kirby, and the letterer is Artie Simic. So this time we get a recap of Don Blake becoming Thor for the first couple pages featuring some slightly different art a and recap
1: him of his powers as yeah, well
0: and him vowing to use his magical stick only for truth and justice in the American way. Yes. So then we, we, go back to and i actually thought it was interesting that they they kind of keep a continuity here because they mention him coming back like from europe they do so he's treating someone and um they're talking and his his nurse is jane foster which she's actually not jane foster in this issue because stanley calls her jane nelson the one time she's mentioned See, fully. I thought so When they're on the boat, he calls her Jane Nelson
1: I was confused, but I swear though At the beginning, either in the beginning Or in the syn- synopsis it called her Foster They might have on the Marvel app the, it, Stan Lee
0: is um, infamous in these early couple of years Of having trouble keeping side characters' names Straight Yeah I think she eventually becomes Jane Foster And I swear I thought she was mentioned as Jane Foster as well but um I
1: have to find it now. It's gonna drive me crazy. But she
0: was mentioned the one time I caught that she was called by her full name, it, it was, was Jane. Yeah. So anyway, this um there's the there she so they're in a car and they kind of they kind of establish the the dynamic between them. So Don Blake has a crush on her, but he's like, Well, you know, because of my disabilities, she could never you know, I could never be a good husband. And Jane's pretty much like if only he'd show me some affection. He's too stuffy to be romantic. Is kind of, is kind of what the exchange in their heads were at the time. Which, that's kind of the Stan Lee special.
1: Stuffy, lame dude, lust after pretty nurse. That's kind pretty. of like
0: how uh, Ant Man and Wasp bar She tells him about this war that Sand Diablo, right? Yes. So I'm guessing that's South
1: American. Yeah, they, they reference South America. Okay, I did not remember if they did
0: or not. But she says, you know, there's this Civil War-ish thing going on. Um, and it started happening while you were away in Europe. Which, again, um, continuity between issues, which I like. It's actually really key so far for Thor. I, because when he starts showing up as Thor, no one knows who he is. Which I really liked that, that aspect of this issue. So they go to this meeting and they are taking volunteers to treat kind of injured people in the Civil War and these doctors volunteer and Don Blake's one of them. So we we switch scenes to a boat a medical ship heading to San Diablo and Blake and Jane Nelson, I guess we'll have to call her this time, are walking around and he's kind of like, why did I let her talk me into bringing her? Because he's worried about her.
1: And in the next panel, this is probably my favorite part of the whole book, is the it's so they have not introduced the bad guy yet. Besides saying that there's this person called an executioner and he's running the uh, rebellion. Yeah. And they kind
0: of the, the first splash page, the first splash page and in, in a lot of these is kind of like a teaser for the issue. And he mentioned something about the executioner and, and that issue in that part, too.
1: But it's not his, so in this, I forget, is it a frame? In this frame? Panel. In this panel, you don't see them at all, but you're still looking at is this ship. And they're talking about the targets below us. It's like, why, why are we killing all these doctors? And it says, the executioner does not want the peasants to be Cured.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought that was that like is so funny. I was like, "That's a little, that's a little harsh." There, <laughs> the so th- peasants. Yeah, so these planes, um, these planes are coming in to blow up the ship. So uh, Don Blake becomes Thor, and he flies up into the air, and he starts swinging his hammer mightily and creates an air tunnel that knocks one of the planes off. Well, no, he jumps on a plane at first, doesn't
1: he? Uh, there's a lot of air tunnel. Yeah. which And is then, a- again, one of my favorite things. Nevermore will these planes menace innocent men. Yeah.
0: And so he kind of is like, well, I have to be... So he gets the planes, he gets rid of the planes, and he's like, well... I can't land back on the ship. So he dives into the water and he oh. taps his cane on the boat and then he pretends to be, dr- he fell overboard as Don Blake.
1: It, it was freaking amazing. Like, I feel like there had to be better options than nearly drowning yourself. Well, this there is, had to be somewhere on the boat. he could have gone. Dude. This is
0: kind of, this is kind of though, you can see though, where, where trying to keep him with a secret identity is almost immediately causing him issues.
1: That's true. That was, like, super overcomplicated. Yeah,
0: because we're in issue two, and they've already, like, this whole issue is very complicated how he operates as Thor. Like, they get Martyr about it at times, but it's, like you said, it's clunky.
1: Yeah, but as soon as he's like, I'm going to dive into the water so no one can see me, I'm like, what? There's, there's options. I'm like, what is going on?
0: Well, and... and- the way they handle Thor in this issue is—we'll get into it—is very clunky. Like, there's times where it's just like, "You're super strong. Why are you doing all this like weird stuff with your hammer when you could just punch people?" Because
1: it's the invincible hammer.
0: Yes. So then they they land on the island and they start um, they start heading off when they get ambushed by, you know, again because the executioner doesn't want anyone cured of disease.
1: Oh, oh, before before that though. After they save him from the water is the first time that Jane says, Thor was so handsome.
0: Ah, yes. Because you have to have your love triangle. Yes. Um, So then they get ambushed by, by, I guess you would say, guerrilla fighters. And he taps his cane twice and creates a big storm and causes them to flee.
1: Like the, it causes a mudslide and they all come down the mountain, and he did that because there were far too many for even Thor to find.
0: And again, this is this is kind of the clunkiness of it just not being Thor. So then we we come upon the next trap, which is tanks. So this time he has to become Thor for that, and um, he yet another tree has to die for this because yeah. he.
1: i don't understand so this is where podcasting gets really frustrating because i want to show you what i'm talking about but he pulls up this tree and this entire page you're like okay you pull up a tree so this is the fourth tree that's died in two books to stop the tank from going forward he kind of uses it like a lever to
0: topple the tank over Onto another tick. Oh is
1: that oh he catapults it. Yeah. Okay. I was I'm like what? I don't understand how that works. But okay, I get it now. He Which I don't understand
0: it. though because he's he's super strong. He didn't need like necessarily a tree to do that.
1: I'm telling you, they have something against trees. Well yes,
0: obviously. So that's what, four trees that have perished in the course of this comic?
1: You're right, I said three, but that is four.
0: Well, I guess five if you count the recap where he killed a tree again.
1: <laughs> it's all about the trees yeah Yeah, so um
0: he takes care of the tanks um again though there's like a certain i'm not i'm i'm focusing on the the um issues of the don blake thing but i actually thought this issue was again not bad yeah and i thought the art was actually better in this issue than the first issue even though my one problem though is um Jane was a brunette on the cover, and she was a blonde within the pages.
1: I think she almost had black hair on the cover, actually. But, yeah. He hits... There was one more tank thing where he hit the tank with his hammer so hard that the vibrations caused the very molecules of the steel itself to disassemble and fall apart. Well...
0: That's what happens when you hit something really hard on it. And then the
1: super dramatic thing happens. It is a teeny tiny panel. It is the last panel. It's the smallest one. And Jane gets captured. And we're reading
0: this on Marvel Unlimited. I actually think this stuff reads better when you're doing the panel by panel viewing. But so Jane gets captured. They take her to the executioner.
1: No, 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 no. You're, you're skipping over the whole thing where there's three bad guys. There's three bad guys. And they're like, you can't do anything, Thor. And Thor's like, you're right, I can't do anything. And walks away. Walks away and lets him kidnap Jane. He's supposed to be almighty. The best superhero in the universe with his hammer of if you really think infallibility.
0: About it, if you really think about it, though, the way he's behaved as Thor at this point, like that's actually a really bad situation for him. Because all of his... If this were, if this were an MMO or an RPG, all of his attacks are area of effect. And, like, actually saving someone from three people would actually be hard for Thor as he's portrayed right now, because all of his attacks are, like, blunt and, attack. you know, hit everything.
1: I am saying, dude walked away.
0: Yeah, so they take her to the Executioner after he walks away. Which, um, and then, you know, the Executioner is... It is the 60s, so they don't do the nuance, but... He does not have a handlebar mustache, but he's, he's like, handlebar mustache twirlingly evil.
1: He's all evil, and they had set this up before. We skipped over it, but when Thor uh, destroyed all the planes, he killed his commander.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so they set up that he's ruthless. I was
0: thinking that was, like, they did that right before they brought Jane in.
1: No, no, okay. that was way back. It was... He did the planes, then he killed somebody, and then he took the tanks out Okay. to kidnap Jane, and now we're there. Yeah. In the compound. Because
0: I know I kill my my people when superhumans show up.
1: So here comes Dr. Blake's, um, what would it be called, reasoning again? Yeah. Where, like plunging into the water, he decides the best course of action... Is to wander into the compound as himself. Yes, and the bad guy immediately takes his cane. Because why wouldn't he? And who's gonna stop him?
0: Yeah, I like the panel there where he comes in. I thought that was like a well done panel, when you get like that back shot of him and kind of like the reaction shot of people standing around.
1: Um. Yeah, and you have the gun to the back of his head too.
0: And again, they draw him as very, um, they do a good job. His frailness looks really good in this issue. Especially, like, when you counterbalance it to, like, the executioner.
1: Well, even back when you had the doctors volunteering at the conference, he was the smallest doctor standing.
0: And now he says, what does he say exactly that upsets the executioner to, you know, live up to his name to have him executed?
1: You're a lily-livered coward. If you weren't, you'd fight me man to man. Right. And so he kind of comes at him...
0: No, yeah, because he has a stick. He wants a stick.
1: Yeah, he needs the he needs w- the hammer back. Yeah. The
0: stick. So he goes to throw it and Blake kind of like plucks it away from him. And this is against the executioner firing wall because, you know, he's got him killed. And this part, I, re- I really hate this part. This part really upset me greatly. So he just, he taps the hammer and like this big li- thing of light blinds everyone. And Thor's just standing there, and Don Blake is nowhere to be seen, and no one stops for a second to think, hey, what happened to the guy that was standing here?
1: No, it actually, like, they actually kind of, do they say it? Jeez. Yes, you know, no, it says, the Yankee is gone, he escaped, and then Thor says, but Thor is here, here to met out vengeance.
0: Yes. And so again, this this part um, with the resolution, he starts hurling lightning bolts at people. And I'm just like, why don't you punch people? Because you're right there. like You're overcomplicating.
1: No, you, you, skip, you skipped another amazing thing, though. What was that? He threw his hammer at a tent.
0: Oh, I forgot he about the tent.
1: So he throws his hammer at this tent, and I'm like, what is going on? He conquers one whole half of the army by putting this tent on top of them, I've,
0: you know I even made a mental note to bring that up because I was like, "This is this is absolutely ridiculous."
1: It was like, "What?" <laughs> and it's great because like the tent's flying through the air, and it says "Whoosh," yeah, and then he dropped it on the troops who have been ordered to attack Thor with a swish, and then that's it; they're they're totally neutralized because there is a mess tent on top of them.
0: Maybe they're. Maybe they're like birds, and if you cover them up, they just fall asleep.
1: Apparently, because it didn't even. Yeah, it's just the tent. I don't. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I. I can't believe I forgot about that because I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, you're the god of thunder, and there's been very little thunder in this issue, and a lot of like over. They've over that they, like, I'll get to it at the end. We'll we'll talk about it more at the end. But so
1: you know, but then so then. The second half of the army comes up And then he starts throwing lightning yeah. bolts
0: So then the executioner Tries to take a bunch of money and, Well no, the, the pro-democracy Side shows up And the executioner decides this is his Time to escape with all the money And his own men are like "What are you? What's this guy doing Like, you know, I guess the Americans were our friends all along So they shoot the executioner Dead And um, Thor... Thor is away, and Jane's like, where were you, Don?" And he's like, well, I hid behind the wall because that seems like the safest place. And Jane ends the issue saying, if only
1: he was as brave as Thor. Thor, who walked away from her while she was being kidnapped. Yes. By the way. But you missed... I mean, you said that it was like, yo, pro-American. But it was his... I, I have to read it to you because the bad guys are like... It is the Americans who are truly our friends, not those who would plunge us into war. Yeah, It's just so, everything is so dramatic. So, and, and he then... Was,
0: he was, and, and he's he's literally walking away with giant bags with dollar signs on them, I'm pretty sure. He is, yeah. He
1: is. It's just like a, a cartoon, um, just like Bugs Bunny. But then you also glazed over her once again, Jane once again saying... He was so strong, so masculine, so wonderful.
0: <laughs> so that is that is the end of this issue. And I thought these were going to be eight pages, but they've been like, what, 13 pages so far?
1: Something like that.
0: It's kind of more like 12, though, because you always get a splash page that's not necessarily anything to do with it. So that is the end of Journey into Mystery number 84. What did you think of the second issue of
1: Thor? I mean, there, there was some real ridiculousness going on in there. And again, though, it's, it's a comic book, right? And so it, yeah. it, was an, it was an amusing romp, and I enjoyed it. Um, but, but there was some real hilarity in, the, in that. There was some... I think that they get better
0: pretty quick, but there is a certain amount of clunk to Thor how Thor works at this point that frustrates me.
1: It really, like you said, he depends almost wholly on his hammer. Um, I guess if he has to keep the weirdest things with it.
0: I guess though, I guess though, I I guess what I'm missing though is he does have to hold it. If he breaks contact for more than a minute, he turns into Don Blake. So I guess you can't go punching people with it.
1: I mean, but if he could throw it across. The army base to the tent and have it returned to him. We think you yeah, have enough time? Yeah, that's true.
0: I'm interested to see. I've read it before, but I don't remember the issue particularly well. So next issue, we get the first appearance of Loki. I'm going to be interested in that since they kind of counterbalance each other so much.
1: I'm interested. I mean, you may not know. We should probably save this for the next episode. But I read when I read that Loki was coming next. Is it going to be his brother? Like, but it can't be his brother. Yeah, because, because he's, he's Dr. Like, Blake who's he's holding the mantle
0: of Thor. I don't remember how it works. I know Loki is like imprisoned in some tree to start with. And, um,
1: Hemdale's going to be in it too. Yeah,
0: because, well, Hemd- Hemdale is in it, but he's only in it for like a panel because, like, someone has to shed a th- tear about Loki's, like, um, Flight to to um to get him out of the tree and he like he does something where he like either blows pollen or like something into Hemdall's eye eyes he's walking by and he you know tears up and that gets low key out so that's that's the extent of himdall in the next issue now
1: it says though the trickster god will stop at nothing to get revenge on his hated brother Thor I, but that doesn't but I'm, I'm worried, or not worried, but I don't think these synopses. I don't think we can trust them. Because it was a synopsis that said Jane Foster, which I understand why they do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's for all intents and purposes, it's Jane Foster.
1: But is he really going to be his brother in the next one? I think so. How does that
0: work? Because he is Thor. I don't know. I don't know how it'll work. We'll have to see. I don't, and it could be bad. Like, it could be very clunky in how they, they set it up. But, I mean, for all intents and purposes, he is. Like, for all intents and purposes, Don Blake is Thor at this point. And I think they do more as time progresses that when he becomes Thor, Thor has his own personality from Don Blake.
1: He's, like, embodying the actual original Norse god. Yeah, like,
0: because they're kind of, and I think you kind of saw it in this last issue, they're kind of learning as they go. Like they came up with this cool concept and now they're trying to kind of like kind of fix some of the the issues they didn't necessarily think through that suddenly they're in practice they're like, Oh, that's kinda that's kinda not great, you know?
1: Um, it doesn't look like they're gonna explain it all. They're just gonna go right into it. Yeah, I mean they have twelve pages.
0: So we're two issues in. So what have you thought about like your first exposure to like Thor as like a comic book character?
1: I think he makes a good one. Um, We were talking earlier today. I was talking about the movies, the Avenger movies and how they always keep Thor kind of out of the main part of it because he is all powerful and it's the only way to make it work. Um, So it's really interesting seeing his beginnings. And even though they're saying over and over how all powerful he is. Like even their creativity is like an interesting look into those beginnings and, and what they're thinking and where they're going with it. Um, Cause it's clunky and he's not all powerful yet. So,
0: and the, the other thing you have to remember too, for the sixties is like comic collecting was not necessarily a thing at this point. So audience turnover was greater because it was mostly children. Cause I think there's a special where, where when Stanley started to want to, like, improve some of the concepts, someone was like, it's mostly children and some illiterate adults reading it, is what he said. So I think some of the things you have to see with some of the clunkiness, too, is they have to treat every issue like it's the first issue, so that's kind of why you get some of the redundant, um, some of the redundancies there.
1: Or possibly, in the third one, a complete change from the first two. Yeah. Because this might be the first one you ever read anyway.
0: And you also have to remember too is at some point they'll start getting reader mail. And sometimes you can see where you can tell they got reader mail where they didn't like something or they liked something. And you can see them try and like shift around to
1: what the readers are asking for.
0: Yeah. Well, that is it for our second episode. Um, this is kind of a test pilot for this. I think we're going to see what we think after. What, what do you think's fair? Like six to eight episodes? Sure. And see. We really just want to see that we can carry 15 to 30 minutes with a singular issue. And I think based on the first two, I think we're good. But I just we just want to see if, if it's interesting enough to do an issue at a time and what we think. And... We were kind of talking before this one that we might not want to just trap ourselves in Thor so that we can kind of go off into some side stuff sometimes.
1: So we may not name the podcast, you know, Thorific.
0: Yes. And um, if you happen to be listening to this and have a name idea, throw it our way. Because we we really just came up with this idea a couple of days ago and we decided to record a couple episodes just because um i love podcasting and my wife hasn't got to podcast in a while and i think she's eager to get back on the podcasting wagon
1: we used to do a columbus blue jackets podcast together
0: yes it's been quite a while but that's it for this episode join us next time we will be doing journey into mystery number 85 which is the first appearance of loki which is another major character